This is the last chapter of Hilchot Tum Atmet, and it deals with a few kinds of Tumot that are inside other things. Also pretty much Halachalemase, because this tends to happen in, in buildings. Okay, Halacha Aleph. Amut Shuomeh Betoch Habayit V'tum Aras Usat Ahtav Tum Abokad V'Ola Bokad V'Yoredet V'Nom Etameh Ela Kenegda Tum Abilvad so first with the simple case, we have a column inside the building, and then there is Tum'a uh, in, in, inside inside it, but it doesn't have any space, any ohel within it, and one tefach by one tefach, so it's Tum'a Retusa. The Tum'a only has two directions, to go up and down. And the only thing that's going to become Tum'a is exactly aligned with the Tum'a, but not the, the building itself. And also, if there was, if this uh, uh, column was one of those Roman-style columns that has the top, a pedah, some kind of a design that hovers over, it expands on the top, so it creates some sort of an oil underneath it, it would still not be anything under it, because, as we said, only up and down. Halachabet. <coughs> However, if inside this amud there is an area of tefach al tefach, there is an ohel on top of the tum'ah, then now we have a constructed thing that is meant to stay sealed forever. It's something built like a kever, and therefore now what we have is a building containing a kever within it, which obviously everything is going to be tameh. So, if we have a, a wall and we finish well, we have an area of, of uh, one tefach by one tefach, and there is a tumah inside that area, that area has an ohel. The Tum'a is then going to infect the entire wall as if it were. And not only that, but anything the wall is supporting, any of the floors, even if it's multiple stories being supported by this same wall, they all are going to become Tameh as they are Ohel on top of this, uh, over this this wall. Because the, because the wall is like Kever Satum. So However, if this was a wall in the middle of the first floor, and then on top of it you have a second floor that, you know, you have to imagine the middle, the center of the second floor is on top of this wall that has a Tum'ah inside it, then the the second floor is not going to uh, the second floor is going to be tame because it itself is an ohel on top of the first floor, including that wall that has tum'a that is like a kever. But any floor above that is going to have found this mechitza underneath it, which is the the roof of the second floor. Halachadalit, hor gadol shabiovia ketalim shaderech bnei adam laostozatolit ashmish behuanikra pardesk. Pardesk is something, a, a word that comes from Greek, that is some sort of a hole inside the wall, 
that serves the function of a closet. Okay, so there's a closet, a wall, a hole inside the wall, <coughs> and there is a tum'ah inside it. And it has doors that are locked. The house itself is going to be tahor, not tameh. It's not considered as though it was the part of the wall and having like an oil around it, which would make the wall be a kever. This is not a kever. However, if the Tum'ah was inside the structure of this hall, so if it was inside the walls of this hall, or the floor or the ceiling of this hall, then we see this entire hall, this entire closet, as if it was sealed, like a kever. And we see the place of the Tum'ah. If it is in the part, so we see if it's closer in, inside this wall to the house or if it's closer to, to the outside and then if it's closer it's Tameh, if it's not, it's Tahor. If it's half and half, the house is going to be Tameh. There is two of these closets, one next to the other, or one on top of the other. Tum'ah is in one of them. And that one opened up. So it and the house are going to be, are going to be uh, Tameh, but the, the other one is going to be Tahor. If the Tum'ah was uh, without any space inside the building itself, we see now the closets as though they are sealed. And then we do the half and half formula. Vav. So Askupat Abayit, we spoke about this, is the, the surface, the sort of like the, 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 um, the step leading into the house. It, it's leading into the house, that's that's fundamental. It's leading into the house, and therefore sometimes it can lead the Tum'ah into the house. So there is a Kazait bin Hamet on, in the Askupat Abayit, but on the outside, Habayit Tahor. Then the house is Tahor, and we had discussed something similar before. <clears throat> However, Hayara Sustahat Askupat, if it's within the structure of this step, then we see half and half. If it is now um, appended, adjacent, touching the frame of the door to the house, then the whole house is going to be tame because it's going to be part of the house. So we explain about dogs, they are the exceptional animal in the sense that Tum'ah lasts within their body for three days. So a dog ate Tum'ah, ate the Kazai bin Hamet, and died within three days. In other words, it's no longer being Hotzetz because it's no longer alive, and yet it has Tum'ah inside it. And now the, the dead dog is on that step leading to the house. So we have to consider the stomach of this dog, where the Tum'ah lies inside his body, 
אם הוא מכנגד המשקופת לפנים הביתה, if that part of the, of the dog, the, the digestive system where the tumma is, is inside the frame of the door, then the whole house is going to be tamme. ומכנגד המשקוף ולחוץ הבית טהור, ברפיצה אוצאיד, the house is going to be טהור. הלכה ח'. האישה שמת עומדה בתוך מעיה. A woman that miscarried and the dead fetus is still within her, that fetus is טמא. If it's after 40 days, it's כזית מן המת. אם נעשה לו שם נפל, כפיקה של אשתי, if the, the head of the fetus developed already to the size of the פיקה של אשתי, it's a I, I'm not familiar with the exact technology, but they used to have these machines to, to weave together horizontal and vertical threads. So the threader that's called, the, 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 the head of the threader, which seems to have been kind of thick, is fika shelishti. The fika of the, of the sheti, sheti is the, the, the vertical lines. And if you want to remember sheti vairev, vairev, like like uh, evening is when people lie down so that's a horizontal one shetty is standing up <coughs> so so the moment that this woman starts the, this very tragic process of of ejecting the, the dead fetus from her and the the womb opens the the um the uterus starts opening And, and you, you could see the head of, the, of this dead fetus piercing through the uterus, even though it's still within the body of the woman. So even though it's not out yet, it, it is not, not protected, unlike other things, with, uh, with um, it's not balua, it's not balua anymore. Tet. Ha'isha shi maksha li'eled. Ve'asad mi'bayit le'bayit. Ve'epila nefad med ba'bayit ha'shani. הרי הבית הראשון תמה בספק. שמר כשהייתה בו יסר ראשו של נפל זה. If a woman is, is having a very difficult time, childbirth, she's, she's uh, having labor, and she, she goes from one house to the next, maybe looking after a doctor, and then she delivers a dead fetus in the second house, so the first house is going to be תמה, because maybe the fetus had already died back then. because the, the, the fetus may, might have already died back then and, and the head might have come already out. But all of this is when the head of the fetus is smaller than Why? But if the head had already developed to the size of the the first house will be Tahor. for a very practical reason that had that baby, uh, had that fetus died and started coming out, piercing through the uterus, even before being delivered, being of that size, this woman would not have been capable of walking from one room to the other. It's just mechanically impossible. Therefore, if she didn't walk, but somebody carried her from one house to the other, הבית הראשון תמיד בספק, אף על פי שהגיל ראש כפיקה של אישי. So, if, if that's the case, then we no longer have that piece of evidence that she walked and therefore uh, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't out yet. It might have been out and we'll never know because she didn't walk. הלכה יוד. האישה שהפילה שליה, הבית תמיד ודאי, חזקה, 
היא שאין שלייה בלא ולד. If a woman um, miscarries a placenta, the house is going to be tamé for sure, because we have a presumption, a chazakah, that if a placenta comes out, there must have been a fetus by it, and probably something that used to happen very often, an animal carried on the fetus. הלכה י' א', מי שילדה שני ילדים, אחד חי ואחד מת, אם המת יצא ראשון החי טהור, שהרי לא נגע בו מי שיצא לעבר העולם. A woman that gives birth to two babies, one alive and one dead, if the one that came first is a dead one, then the, the brother that comes now after, the sibling that comes after, is going to be טהור, because it never touched the the dead one while being outside and if it touched the dead one let's say it died a week ago and you know they didn't have sonograms they would n- never know but still that wouldn't make the the, the other one tame because it's tumabelua it's inside and therefore it's not tame however now a very interesting case if the the fetus died inside the woman and then the the midwife put her hand inside the uterus to remove it the the, the midwife becomes tamea the mother will not become tamea un, until the uterus comes out because there is tum atmaga as a reminder there is tum atmaga inside the body there is just no tum maga from the inside of the body in other words the inner organs don't acquire tum Um, sorry, I think I skipped the halacha. I'm going back to Yud Aleph. But if the one that died, so, so just to rephrase, and for people who might get lost, Yud Aleph, the woman gave birth to two. The first one was uh, dead. The second one was alive. The second one does not become Tameh. If the first one is the one that's alive and the second one is dead, then the second the first one is going to be tameh because it's impossible for once the the one that, that's alive and that may become tameh it starts coming out it's for sure in contact with the dead one because it just follows the first one and it doesn't really have uh, the the ability to to stop that process from happening <clears throat> a woman that gave birth to a dead uh, fetus, even if it's very small, if, so long as it's after 40 days, she's going to be temea. Now the case that I had, um, I had rushed ahead and, and started explaining, if the midwife puts her hand inside, the midwife becomes the woman is going to be tehora until the, this dead baby comes out. But the, although the midwife becomes temea, is only midrabanan because she would only become temea really. In other words, the, the, the fetus would only be metameh 
in the birth canal, not, not before it, but still lest or just in case, or because they know that this is bound to happen, that the midwife will touch it inside the birth canal, Chachamim uh, forbade or, or made it metameh even before. But from the Torah, touching inside Beta Satarim is not, doesn't count as touching. So long as it is within the inner organs, it is Tahor. So it's unlike what I said before. I had said the inner organs themselves don't become Tameh. That's obviously the case. But also, if somebody were to put his finger, let's say, inside inside his own throat and touching and touch a and touched a, a Kazai bin Amet, if it's very deep inside, it would not be metame. Not only persons, but also objects. I swallow a, a, a ring that is tame, and then I swallow a ring that is tahol, and they obviously touch one another. Even though I hear them, I hear them um, clinging inside, inside my 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 digestive system, they are touching. And and therefore, if they thereafter come out, the one that was tahor remains tahor, the one that was tameh remains tameh. Baruch Adonai Amen ve